there's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. Stay in your lane, stay in your lane, stay in your lane. Welcome to the Mind Your Own podcast with Aaron Sorensen and Sasha Durkin. Where we stick to sports, except when we're not. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Mind Your Own podcast. I'm Erin. I'm Sasha. And Sasha, hi. I feel like I totally had a different plan for today's episode and then just like last minute dropped on you. I wanted to talk about something else. (laughs) All good. All good. We're flexible here. That's the beauty of podcasting. You know... It was one of those things where for full, for full transparency, for anyone listening to this, I like had, I had in Sasha, I know her schedule. She is, she is stretched very thin as well. I had a very, very like what I have used the word swamped. I I'm not using that lightly. The last about week and a half for me professionally have been very swamped to the point where like I am knowingly missing deadlines because I just don't have the time to hit them. Yeah. That is like a total mind game for me. We've talked about this on this podcast before. Um, so I, I wanted to talk about balance and just trying to find balance between work and life and other things. And as it goes, we're not going to discuss that this week. <laughs> <laughs> that's just, that's, that's how it works. I think. <laughs> oh, but yeah, I mean, Sasha, you've had a busy couple of weeks as well. Mm-hmm. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm good. Um, honestly, when you had sent that message and wanted to talk about that, I was like, I feel like I could talk about that pretty well just because I've been doing that quite a bit lately. Um, but uh, I could talk about that at any time. But I'm yep, good. So- All the boxes are unpacked for the most part of the house and... It finally feels like our house. So that's good. I mean, just in the few like things that you've shared, it looks very nice and like clean and beautiful. I'm very excited for you. Yeah. The snow, whatever the hell that crap was (laughs) yesterday, it didn't bode well for (laughs) the cleanliness with a gigantic dog, but it's easy to clean and I'm okay with that. (laughs) Yeah, I feel that. Jack somehow, I don't even know what he managed to do, but got some dirt in his paws just going outside Mm -hmm. and tracked it inside. And of course, when you have like lighter carpets. Yeah. It was fun. I I mean, same thing happens with rain, but for Mm -hmm. some reason the snow just added insult to injury. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel you. Well, the sun is out, it's shining, and this is the perfect transition because I said sun, mm-hmm. and let's just say Lexi's son, Nebraska, Nebraska Volleyball's Lexi's son, found herself without any any reason this morning at the heart of a little bit of a social media firestorm. Now, for anyone, by the time you are listening to this full transparency the tweet in the tweet in question has already been deleted Mm -hmm. but texas volleyball their official account tweeted a photo of their team with today's forecast all sky no sun 
that's shady as heck. And I will tell you why. Lexi originally committed and played for Texas in 2017. So four, three, four seasons ago, I don't know how years work. It's like the math between seasons, 2018, 19, 20. So three seasons ago. Uh, Yeah, I have to like count. No one could see (laughs) me doing that, but I'm like counting on my hand. Please, if anyone else, like, do you have that issue? Because like, I, when it comes to years and the amount of time that they actually are, it's so, like, we're in 2021, but it's only been three. Anyway. Yeah. No. Anyway. (laughs) I totally get it. Math is hard. (laughs) But there's a lot of, there's, long story short, a lot of bad blood between Lexi's son and Texas. Because when she left Despite the fact that if you Google her name, you Google Texas, everything that comes up is, for the most part, she talked about how much she still respected Texas. She has friends on the team. Like, these are things if you Google her name with Texas. And even if you go Google, like, Lexi's son trashes Texas. Lexi's son bashes Texas. Lexi's son hates Texas. Like, I mean, I'm Googling everything. There's Mm -hmm. really nothing that goes beyond she respects them, has friends on the team, Blah, 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 blah. Now, there are some Texas fans who say, I have not seen it. She apparently wrote a blog post when she left, bashing the team, uh, talking about how things like the nutrition and the uh, training were not adequate. I, I, like I said, I have not seen this. I don't know where this blog post existed. I have no reference point for it. I tried to find it. A person who was talking to me on Twitter, so they they would try to find it. I have not heard anything back at this point. I am not saying that this isn't true in the sense that like, I almost wonder if it's not something that just got shared by hearsay or if it's not mm-hmm. something that was like discussed or shared on Volley Talk, which is a very popular message board for volleyball fans. I don't know. And I'm sure somebody listening to this, maybe you do know where this blog post is, lives, exists, whatever. I just, I personally don't. I'm sure there was some bad blood. I'm sure whenever anything happens, there's a little bit of animosity. She left Texas. It, it's going to be a bad vibe. I will say I was a little disappointed in the broadcast between Nebraska and Texas. Now Nebraska fell to Texas. Texas is on to the final four. Um, but the broadcast focused a lot on Lexi's son and mm-hmm. how she's seeing this Texas team again. And I'm thinking, you know, it's been quite, it's been, right. it's been a few years now. I, I wonder how much it really is on her mind as much as anyone's mind on the other team. I'm sure there's a little bit of like friendly fire there, but like, I just, I question how much of it and how much it was just being made to be a thing. Um, but long story short, we get to, the day following, Texas is on to the final four. All sky, no sun. This 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 tweet has been deleted. Yeah. <laughs> By the time it was deleted, I mean it had like 70-something quote tweets, a hundred retweets. The replies were out of control. I mean, you had Texas fans arguing with Nebraska fans, Nebraska fans telling Texas how classless they were. Mm-hmm. You had Texas people telling me I'm classless because I even like I, I didn't quote tweet them. I purposely screenshotted it. Now, if you're somebody who had seen my original tweets, I originally had a thread on this and then decided, which is when I messaged Sasha, yeah. Sasha that I decided 
I'm going to delete those three tweets because I think my commentary on this is better served for our podcast than Mm -hmm. living as like three independent tweets because it's easy to misinterpret what I was wanting to say. Right. Because I didn't want people to think I was taking a shot at Texas because I I really honestly wasn't. I kind of was more thinking... Why was this? Why was this Nebraska? Uh, why was this Texas volleyball official account tweeting this? Because right. it's not just taking a shot at Nebraska; it's taking a shot at a very specific former player of this team. And reading the comments, the amount of people who were just kind of wanting to bash on Lexi mm-hmm. felt gross to me. It felt like an official account opening up the floodgates of pile on this former player who slighted us at one point. People blame her for like Texas's recruiting woes. They blame her for um, the team having some challenges. Again, I don't cover Texas volleyball, so like I don't see the day in and day out, but Texas is one of the best programs in the country. They have been. When I wrote a story two years ago about volleyball and the influence in this sport and the power of these women, I included Texas in the discussion because, in my opinion, they're one of like the top five teams in the country. Right. I, again, I don't know what recruiting issues they saw or whatever they felt came as a result of Lexi leaving, But as far as I'm concerned, I don't see anything as far as a drop-off for Texas. They're in the Final Four. Nebraska is not. If anyone could look at this situation and be like, look who handled this last year, this difficult year, better than anyone else, Texas is going to be one of four who did it. Right. I don't know. I just think it it was in poor taste. I think... Going after a school, like school to school banter, smack mm-hmm. talk, fans, smack talk, um, heck, players, smack talk to one another is totally game, totally fine. There's something about an official account taking taking that shot at a former player that just did not sit right with me. And I think that's why it became such a thing. I, I really do. I yeah. think it was because it was specifically targeted at one individual that people were like, oh, hold up. I don't feel good about this now. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and I think like with social media, I think that it, it can be fun mm-hmm. um, when it's between the two schools. Um, but when you are directly going after a specific player, that kind of seems like a really like gloves off, immature. It's just a bad look. It really is. And like, okay, for reference point, the Texas Longhorns official account, so the equivalent of like at Huskers, just the Texas Longhorns account, they on the on game day between Nebraska and Texas tweeted so much for a home crossed it out cornfield advantage. It was a corny, not for lack of a better word. It was a corny tweet. It was kind of dumb. They had, um, they had photoshopped a longhorn into the cornfields, whatever, like that one, whatever. Yes. For my perspective, I'm like, yeah, it was kind of a dumb tweet, but it got people fired up, but it was fine. They're taking a shot at Nebraska. I don't care. The school, the team, not the, an individual. Right. I mean, when you do stuff like that, it's, it it can be eye rolling and Mm -hmm. that's fine because I'm not somebody actively within the Texas market. So I may eye roll at this, but somebody at Texas is like, yeah, heck yeah. Mm -hmm. It's how smack talking works. 
I had no issue with this tweet because it's like, yeah, take your shot. Take, take, take it while you have it. Go at Nebraska for this. But the the Lexi Sun one just like I said, it felt yeah. yucky to me. It just it felt yucky because for anyone who's like, you're being sensitive, you're being overly this. Let's just be clear. If Nebraska football at mm-hmm. any point in the next six months decides to tweet something vaguely about Luke McCaffrey or tweet something vaguely about Wandale Robinson or any player that has left, people will literally burn Memorial Stadium to the ground. And I'm not even just talking about opposing fans. Nebraska fans, I promise right. you, will be upset by it because they'll think, come on, it's a bad look. you should be better than this. Right. And that's, I think, the issue I have with this is like, Anyone who's going, oh, I don't have an issue with this. You're just being sensitive. You have to look at it from a different perspective. Would you be okay with this if Nebraska football was tweeting shady things at Wandale Robinson? Because Mm -hmm. my guess is no. Right. My guess is no. Because it's a bad, I mean, I hate to say bad look again, but it makes makes the program look bad (laughs) um as a whole like you're you're going out and you're like that's that's how you're going to approach this whether it's a loss or whatever it may be or or a win Mm -hmm. you're going to go after a specific player that doesn't play here anymore like what what is that is what I would think yeah the five women that are featured in the photo that they shared had nothing to do with this tweet I don't really care what they say in their locker room or say it between themselves none of that matters to me which speaking of that really quick I want to just point out because some people pointed this out to me about the whole Stanford incident where Stanford had everything on the whiteboard where it was like um it was pretty it was pretty tacky it was pretty classless however I will at least say this that was within the confines of their locker room. I don't think they ever intended on anyone ever seeing that. That doesn't mean the impact isn't there. That exactly. does not mean impact. Again, we have to start being okay with like understanding the difference between intent and impact. When Stanford put that on their whiteboard, their intention was probably one, never to have that seen. Mm-hmm. It was never to harm anyone, but there is impact when it is seen then. Right. And that, that is, but that is a different type of situation than this particular not, one. It's not that, intentional. Right. They didn't go out looking to show people that. Now, Stanford, I I need to go double check that my memory serves me, ended up saying, you know, like, we apologize for this. Like, this wasn't like a rubber's like, this isn't reflective of our team. These are those things where, again, intent versus impact, because you may do things in your life publicly or privately that have no intention of being harmful to others. But when somebody else discovers this thing, that impact is significant. Mm -hmm. That is where you can say, you have to be able to step back and go, my intention was not, was not for that to do that, but I can understand how that has impacted you. And I'm sorry for that. So that is the whole Stanford thing is an entirely different kind of scenario, but it doesn't make it okay but it's like totally different so for the people who wanted to like be like well what about stanford it's a different it's just it's It's not the same thing yeah they're not the same and we have to stop doing that where we try to go but what about what about this what about that what about isn't doesn't get us anywhere except for just going in a big old circle all the Mm -hmm. time in the case of texas i actually do feel this and this is what i tweeted that ended up deleting i actually do think they did this 
in good fun. I believe that the people behind their social media account were well-intentioned. I think they were trying to have some fun. Mm -hmm. They wanted to share a tweet that's like, hey, we have moved on. Everything's looking good. No sun, Um, whatever. I think it was actually intended. No, I know it was intended to be fun. But the impact was very different. The impact significantly bothered people. Some people, not all. And that is where you have to break down this difference between your intention and then the ultimate impact that what you did has. Now, they've deleted the tweet. I'm sure they'll just let it go and never mention it again. But that's where it gets dicey because the impact of that is you have now put people in Lexi Sun's mentions who are tagging her in this tweet. You are now blowing up her. And it's, it, it is... It is not deserved to the people who are going, well, she deserves this for how she spoke about or what she said about Texas. I don't I don't understand that perspective because, again, my best actual example is J.D. Spielman. J.D. Spielman did not leave Nebraska speaking glowingly about Nebraska. Mm -hmm. In fact, he has kind of shared some. He's shared some things on Twitter that have been have alluded to some thoughts about not really liking things that have happened at Nebraska or how things were, whatever. Nebraska still cannot go tweet about JD and be like, make some like shady comment about it because it doesn't serve Nebraska to do that. Right. You have to just, not everyone's going to like you. Some people are going to leave. Some people are going to feel like they didn't get the best deal when they were a part of your team. You have to just let it go. And I, I'm not saying this to be like, look at Nebraska. Nebraska's the best they haven't said anything everyone makes mistakes nebraska for reference has made mistakes and has had to delete tweets too where they thought oh this is going to be a really good idea like the oklahoma tweet Mm -hmm. where they try to do new number who dis on oklahoma after all of this stuff happened yeah and then realize like oh the intention of this tweet is not matching the impact so whoa 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 back on up we're now deleting this because it's not what we it's not what we thought this is not like this is not texas making some groundbreaking mistake that no one else has made and it's it's going to continue to happen and this is why i deleted my tweets because this is what i wanted to talk about how does this happen how do these tweets happen and the answer is this industry is so new. Mm-hmm. This industry is so new. When you think about social media management, I signed up for Twitter in like 2008. And when I signed up for Twitter, when I first, you know, started to hear about businesses using Facebook around like 2009 to run contests and promotions, mm-hmm. it was the wild, wild west. There were no rules. There were no guidelines. You basically did whatever you wanted. And Facebook quickly, for example, realized like, oh, we can't, <laughs> we can't just that. have, yeah, we can't just let people do whatever they want. We right. actually have to put some rules in place because one, we're never going to make money if we don't. And two, uh, they're going to, probably get us in massive trouble if we do not figure out how to like wrangle this thing so what happened they created promotional guidelines they ended up making accounts specific for businesses that were no longer just businesses pretending to be people right like like for instance hail varsity did not have a facebook account when this happened but had it what businesses were doing is like the first name would be hail and the second name would be varsity 
like it was definitely cheating the system to a degree, but it, it was also new and businesses didn't want to miss out on the engagement out on the conversation. So they're finding ways to be a part of it. And social media, when you think about that, is still really new. 20 years ago did not exist in this way. Yeah. So why does this happen? It's because you have teams of people who are behind these accounts who are making decisions like that. Mm -hmm. And that is, that is what they've been given the opportunity to do. They have been given the power to essentially be the brand's voice. They respond to people. They're the ones who make the decision what to tweet, what to share on Facebook, how to say it. Uh, should we respond to this? Should we not? We've actually talked about this before, but this is why brands get themselves in trouble so much with um, social justice issues because yeah. they either don't have somebody in the room who understands or they're not well equipped. And so then they're trying to decide, do we say something? Do we not? It becomes basically a business decision, which they're all business decisions, but it's, it's a business decision that's falling on somebody who isn't a CEO, who isn't right. like running the company. This is, this is not an intern, by the way, stop, stop saying that your social media managers are interns, but these people are also being basically given the keys to the entire brand's public messaging on social media and kind of told good luck. But if you screw up, right, you could get fired, right? You're going to get canned because mm -hmm. you made the wrong decision. Or if it, um, maybe you have a message and it, it just, like you said earlier, the impact doesn't match the intention. Um, I think that that comes into play like quite a bit anymore is that the impact doesn't match the intention. Like the, in, all the intention could be like in the most positive light possible. But if it's mm -hmm. word, one word is misplaced, it can change the entire impact of the message that you're trying to put out. And I think that like, especially for um, like probably team accounts, I think that this is like, not that one one account is more important than the other, but I think especially when it comes to student athletes, um, you really, 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 really need to be careful that <laughs> your messaging and the impacts match each other. Like you can have fun all day. That's totally fine. But specifically going after a player and not thinking through the impact of what that messaging could lead to, which would be people in this instance in Lexi's mentions and adding her. And that's, that's something that you'd, <laughs> that's probably why honestly they deleted it. Yeah. Because I mean, it's, that's actually a really good point. I think probably a bigger, they don't, they don't care about someone like me being critical of mm -hmm. them. They're not, they're not going to sit here. And in fact, I'm pretty aware. I know some of the people who are behind Texas's social accounts just from Twitter. Yeah. Again, I don't think any of them are bad people. They don't care if I'm critical. We're all critical of each other's work. Let's be honest. Like we all feel like, Oh, you could have done that better. Oh, whatever. But we're also not like disparaging one another. I just in this perspective and the reason, the reason I did not quote tweet them. And I actually said this originally in a follow-up of please do not tag Texas in. I did not tag them for a reason. We have to stop doing that. Like tattletailing, like tattletale, mm. like tattletale. That's the word I'm looking for yeah. where it's like, oh, I'm going to go tag them in because they're going to want to see this. They don't care. I'm sharing with you my perspective on something 
because I feel that my perspective is important, but I'm also not looking to dump more into their mentions. I understand the impact that I also have with the following that I do that I don't need to go quote tweet them and blow their mentions up more. That's not what I'm looking to do. Mm -hmm. They're already dealing with it. So like, sometimes you have to understand why people don't tag accounts and there's a number of reasons they're either protecting themselves um, because they don't want the onslaught of like negative attention in the way that like, for instance, we've talked about before, you cannot mention Barstool on Twitter without like many, many people jumping into your mention. So a lot of people do not mention them, but they want to be able to at least express what they think. Mm -hmm. Stop tagging people in and ruining, in my opinion, safe spaces for people to have conversation. It, it doesn't have to be this thing where it's like, well, they need to know. No, they don't. They'd probably, unless like there's a very specific reason they don't need to probably be tagged in on that. Right. So in this case with Texas, again, going back to this, I don't think that this was ill-intentioned. I don't think that they woke up and decided to be like the absolute worst people on the planet. And I'm sure, honestly, I bet the person who tweeted that feels bad. Like, Mm -hmm. I bet they're like, this is not what I meant. Like, I just was trying to do something kind of fun, thought our fans might like it. It ended up being discovered by Nebraska fans. And now you got a little bit of a storm to kind of get through. Right. I... I all that's part of it. I also didn't want to like ruin that person's day with my own credit, like criticism. Like I'm not looking to like make their life harder. They're already dealing with it. And I promise you they've been on the phone with their bosses and people being like, Oh no, what should we do? And like, does it really help them any if I'm piling on? Right. So that's why I was like, you know what? I'm just going to screenshot it because then I can at least share my thoughts without unnecessarily piling on top of this. Absolutely. But the reality is, and I feel this a lot because I have a lot of power with the Hale Varsity social accounts. There is a lot that goes into managing accounts. And a lot is put on social media managers to be judge, jury, everything in between. We've talked about this on this podcast, how like Hale Varsity has things in our in our like specific guidelines that basically say, if you do this, 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 or this, like you can be banned, you can have your comment deleted because there are certain things I have to protect myself as somebody often being the only one looking at these things. Right. But I often, so if anyone is curious how I tend to handle things like with Facebook, YouTube, I can't really control this on Twitter because there's no way unless you hide something and then that becomes a mess because then people are like, why are you hiding this? Um, but with like TikTok, and I'm not perfect. I want to be clear here. I miss plenty. I am not married to my computer and I am not able to monitor and control everything. Right. We have we have a hundred and like seventy thousand total fans across all of our social channels. Managing that community is sometimes a beast, especially when people are fired up. But I try to do my best. And here is my guideline: if someone comes to like say a TikTok and they want to say Nebraska sucks, Nebraska is the worst, they're going to lose to Oklahoma, y'all suck, you're all afraid, you're all this, yeah, 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 it's really annoying to read. But I don't care if that person is coming at Nebraska. Mm -hmm. It does not matter. If you attack a student athlete, if you start saying this person is 
ugly and this person's got this and this person's like this. Oh, this person is this. If you are intentionally attacking a human being, a student athlete and calling them names, sometimes horrendous things, I will delete that without hesitation. And you might get blocked because here's the thing. You don't get to just come into our comments and attack somebody. If you want to be critical because of Adrian Martinez's play and you want to tell us on Instagram, sure. If you are going to leave a comment basically calling him the devil and this and that, which y'all like people leave like really horrible things. I'm probably going to delete it because no, I'm not probably, I am going to delete it because that's not cool. You have right. now taken this to a level that is so harmful and per- like you made it personal. Yes, and they're not professional athletes. Right. They're not getting paid. I can't control what happens when they go to the NFL, the um, you know WNBA, this, that, whatever. I can't control that. You're getting paid. You know what you've signed up for at that point. Mm-hmm. But when you're a student athlete to have people commenting on your looks for people who are saying that you're stupid. That stuff is where I draw the line because I'm like, we are not, we are not attacking people. We are, you can get mad at the team. You can get mad at the coaches. Like I'm not going to, if you say Scott Frost is an idiot because he lost this game. All right. He's getting paid. He knows this. I mean, I shared a TikTok on Hill Varsity's account about, Tony Tuioti talking about taking heat as coaches. They understand what they've signed up for. Right. This isn't like, this isn't rocket science for them. They get it. That stuff, fine. I'll leave because they know it. But I've seen like, I've seen some pretty terrible things said in the last couple of weeks about since spring football has started with volleyball about just like, it's not constructive. Mm-hmm. It's just attacking people. And I think that's where this tweet from Texas really set me back. It's just feeling like, when are we unnecessarily piling onto a student athlete who is now going to have to like deal with this? Right. You have now welcomed the hate into their mentions. You have now welcomed just. Oh. And like with, for example, just to continue using Hale Varsity's accounts as a, as the example here, because that's, you know, what you're most familiar with and, Mm -hmm. you know, um, but the reasoning for taking down those comments, like the ones you were just talking about is so that this situation that happened then with Texas, you're, you're closing that door. You're not keeping it open for people and making it available or make it seem like it's okay for them to then pile on or go after a specific individual you close mm-hmm. the door when you remove the negative comments directed at the athletes. They're not being paid. We still haven't had this conversation and someday we will. <laughs> we will. <laughs> but maybe the conversation, like even then I feel like the conversation doesn't change because they're still technically a student athlete. If they're going to school and also playing, to me, those comments are off limits. Once they mm-hmm. graduate and they've moved on to the next level or they move on with their life, okay, whatever, I guess. Mm-hmm. If you're getting paid to do this stuff, that makes it a little different. But I still think when the, the, the athlete is still physically going to school and still getting an education, I feel like those, those types of comments need to be shut down. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, 
I never want to like end conversation. Like mm-hmm. I'm even just looking at our Facebook fan or Facebook page right now. And like there are fans who are talking about like the sizes of linebackers and are you okay with this size of a linebacker going up against the size of these defenders and blah, 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 blah. And you know, you see, you see the stuff, the put up or shut up. I don't want to hear no hype, whatever. And mm. it's like, yeah, that stuff can be kind of annoying, but it's not, it's not something that requires me to, to remove that. Like, right. I, It's the actual attacking comments that are going after a specific person. If you're talking about an entire line, like they're not singling anybody out at that point. But once you start singling people out and going after Mm -hmm. them specifically and naming them or tagging them and things, that's when that shit needs to be like shit. I I think should be shut down. I, you know, and it's tough because like, you know, we, we try to be, there's obviously first amendment rights and mm-hmm. allowing people the ability to say what they, they have the right to say, but there's, there is a line. And I think most, I think most people understand those right. lines and can take a step back and be like, I get it. I just, I try to think like, if I was in this person's shoes and these were the comments being said about me and there was nobody actively working to help like protect me in any way. And I think that a lot. And I, I will say I, I, it's, it's kind of shameful to me that like it took so long for me to really like start to look around at, um, like we're, we're coming up on just about a year since, um, everything really, really hit the fan with the Black Lives Matter movement. But like these things, these conversations are not new. And my point here is that I, I, I can't let some of these conversations turn into personal attacks on um, Facebook, on TikTok, on wherever, because there are plenty of people who come when we post about those um, stories about an individual, whether they have gone to a Black Lives Matter rally, like when we did um, the story on Kyron Williams, when he hosted his own event in Lincoln and people who wanted to attack him. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is like, I can't allow you to attack him because his viewpoints are different than yours. And it's not like, I, I hate it because then people go like, you're censoring me. Well, no, um, if you're calling him some horrific names, I don't think that's censorship anymore. It's, it's, it's yeah, it's, it's harassment. You're not making a point about why you do or do not agree with this rally or whatever. You're just being hard. It's harmful behavior toward a person and you are allowing it. These are the things where I, we talked about this with the Nebraska speaking of volleyball, Nebraska volleyball, when Lauren Stiverens wore the black lives matter shirt and they turned off the comments, the ability to reply on Twitter. But once the game had gotten started, once the match started, the comments on Facebook became just a mess because there wasn't anyone there to really like monitor that mm-hmm. constantly. That's the, that's the hard part of this job is because your intention is not to let those things run rampant, but you're also not glued to this 24 seven. You also have to be able to take a step away. And if you're somebody who's going, we'll just hire more people. That's not always a possible option, especially for smaller companies. Um, You know, Nebraska definitely has a large team, but if those teams are split up among all of these different sports, it can be tough to just dedicate somebody to only sit and read the comments on one post. 
that doesn't make it okay. But these are the, these are the questions that I have with social media and just how we, it's so new. Mm -hmm. Social media management is so new. And this is why these things can happen. My hope is that we can learn from them. Right. Yeah. But I'm going to be honest, y'all, like there's going to be a lot of fumbling to get to that point. Like this is not something that's going to change overnight. It hasn't changed. Twitter's been around like what, 14, 15 years. It's going to be a lot of falling over Mm -hmm. and figuring out how to then not do that next time. Exactly. Like learning from learning from this stuff. Like (laughs) so when stuff like this comes up, I always think about something that my mom always said, or, and then I then have heard several other times throughout the rest of my life, play the tape through, just play it through, play it all the way through. And if the outcome of what you are going to say is going to be the same every time you play that tape, stop playing the tape, Mm -hmm. take it out, do something else. Don't Mm -hmm. do that thing that if you take into account every single possibility that could happen, you know, the butterfly effect and you play the Mm -hmm. tape all the way through and just take the time to think about your actions and how, what the impact might be. Maybe that slows down some of the crappiness that's out there. And the answer really, yeah, I love that because the answer is sincerely like for a lot of people, I've heard this before where they're like, well, there just needs to be more oversight then like these companies just there needs to be somebody else. But the reality with social media is that it doesn't allow for that. It does not allow like the brands who do that, you know it, you see it because they take forever to respond to things because they spend days, if not weeks, hemming and hawing over all of these little final details. And like sometimes that's good. Mm -hmm. with certain projects but like when you're trying to respond to something in real time or you're trying to react in a moment think about it this way like a football team a volleyball team basketball teams it does not matter softball baseball like the person running their team accounts is not going to stop in game after somebody hits a home run or somebody does this and be like is this okay is this okay are you good with me if you have to just do it you just have to go for it and like cross your fingers that you didn't do something stupid I mean I have had typos galore in hail varsity tweets and people always point them out and they feel very like look at me telling the publication that they don't know how to spell um my favorite is when you have a word that ends in T and the next word is IT and like the words go together and yeah. people love to point that one oh, out. Yeah. But like, these are things that like, it just happens. Yeah. Now some of it is like this one with Texas. Right. I'm guessing the person just woke up. They don't play again till Thursday. Probably just thought what would be a fun tweet. Uh, oh, let's, you know, oh, right. the sun is out. Let's make a play on Lexi's son's name. It's really easy to make a play on Lexi's name. Like mm-hmm. Nebraska does sunburn, sunburns, um, sunblock. Like, I mean, there's so much to do with her name. Yeah. Um, so I, like I said, I don't think it was intentionally meant. I don't think they intended to do any harm but they may have unintentionally done some. Mm-hmm. Now, I am not in any way canceling Texas. Um, I am in no way suggesting like whoever tweeted that needs to lose their job or anything. Like, absolutely not. Like Texas, like I said already, is one of the best volleyball teams in this country. That has, that 
has not changed. They are very, very good. And the people who run their accounts are very good. You don't get to that level in collegiate athletics if you are not good at what you do. Right. So it's really one of those things for me where it's a little bit of water under the bridge. I hope that like the next time that they want to tweet about, you know, former player, they think about it. And like, that's just really all it needs to right. be. They really don't owe us an explanation. They don't need to go tweet an apology to Lexi. Now, if they, if there's ever an issue and like Lexi reaches out and they want to hash that out, you know, behind closed doors, by all means, like it's right. not ours to like be in the middle of, but I just, I think we have a tendency as, I think people just want to be like, wow, you, you're, you're awful. And it's like, you know, I don't know if I'd go that far yet. I think that they had a classless, tasteless tweet. Um, and that's really it. Right. And how does it happen? Because these things are just like, it's so new that we're figuring out everything as we go. Right. I am not unhappy that they deleted it. Um, and I will say that with a little bit of like an asterisk, there are times where things should not be deleted. Yeah. So if you are ever in an instance on the internet and a lot of emotional labor has been done to explain why something was wrong or why you were um, misguided in any way, don't delete it because that is taking that labor of everyone else and removing it and not allowing that to live on. Everything in the comments for, <laughs> for uh, Texas didn't, meet that so I'm right. not concerned about them deleting there is there are times where it's like don't delete your tweet or delete whatever just let it live own that own that because the emotional labor that went into it from other people the 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 time spent to educate is important to let it remain this was not one of those times right. so I think I think choosing to get rid of it so it didn't further and become a bigger and bigger and bigger snowball that just right. like went and went and went. I think it was the right move. Um, but wow, if this just reminded me that like Nebraska and Texas just really don't like each other, do they? <laughs> no, no, they do not. Well, and I didn't have the opportunity to go back and look at the comment section on the original one, but I can only imagine. Like, it doesn't matter what sport it is. They, the fan base hates each other. <laughs> like, they just don't like each mm -hmm. other. So I can imagine that it quickly probably got out of control. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I've had a lot of responses and I've tried to keep up with it in my, um, my, on Twitter, to be honest with you, I ended up just like muting the conversation because I mostly was looking to see if there were people from Texas who were responding to me. And I did see a couple and I did try to have a conversation because I was in no way, um, and I, I can't say that a bunch of people from Texas are going to listen to this podcast, but if they do, I was in no way, um, saying like shame on you or right. you're terrible people. Not at all. I, in fact, have a lot of, sorry, Nebraska fans, if this is like a triggering comment, I have a lot of respect for Texas. I think when you look at Texas athletics and, uh, what Texas has done over the history of it, like there's a lot to there's a lot to respect. Um, I also approach things very differently though, because I'm not actively like rooting for any team that's mm -hmm. like involved in any of this. It's kind of the same thing as like with Oklahoma, when Oklahoma fans come and get in my mentions and tell me, um, you just want it out of the game. And it's like, well, I didn't personally want out of anything. So I don't really know what you're talking right. about. Um, 
but I, I have tried to keep an eye on that because I really don't want it to be something where like Texas people thought I was like attacking them. I right. just thought it was a poor tweet and that was really it. Um, but it doesn't change really my perspective on anything as far as Texas volleyball is concerned. Texas volleyball remains one of the best. They're in the final four for a reason. Um, and hats off to them for that. Yeah. Uh, I just think they could have had a better tweet. That's really it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm uh, in 100% agreement with you there. Well, I'm really curious for those of you who are listening to this podcast, if you ever have any questions or like if you want to talk more about just social media management or especially in sports, because I think it's such an interesting topic because I don't think sometimes we realize what we're consuming. Mm -hmm. And I see this a lot with like Nebraska because it's just what I'm exposed to all the time. But like people who do and do not want live updates because it's like, oh, I don't want 15 accounts tweeting live updates or same thing with like press conferences. Oh, all these accounts are tweeting quotes. But then if you stop doing that, then people are like, but wait, wait. this is how I get my information. Right. So it's an interesting, it's an interesting landscape. There's a lot of like, kind of, like I said, fumbling over what we do and don't do because you just... There's no rule book at right. this point. And I think we're slowly but surely learning what these rules are. Um, but it's, it's going to take a long time. It's going to take a long time. Not one of the best tweets I've ever seen, but also I don't think we need to keep attacking Texas yeah, volleyball right. because as a friendly reminder, the person you're attacking is probably just their social media manager and it's really where it ends. So, right. <laughs> um, with all of that said, you can email us at mind your own podcast at hailvarsity.com. If you ever just want to give us your thoughts on this, you can also tweet at us. I'm at Aaron Sorensen. She's at Sasha 72, but speaking of mail, we do have a couple oh. of emails, um, that I'd like to share. I love mail because we love we love emails. So I'm not going to read these in their entirety. And then I, I do forward to Sasha afterwards. So, um, you'll be able to read everything, but okay. I also try to, uh, keep everyone from, <laughs> uh, getting too much. Uh, but so Erica, who I've had the pleasure of communicating with on Twitter, um, in fact, we kind of were going back and forth about a 21 Pilots concert. I love 21 Pilots. I love 21 Pilots. Um, she actually emailed us about the volleyball tournament and just the issues that originally had um, kind of presented themselves with the NCAA. And she even said a lot, of, lot to digest. Mm -hmm. um, I thought this was a really interesting um, point. She said, in her opinion, it seems that Nebraska's volleyball team. So she was specific. Nebraska's volleyball team is afforded the same kind of status and popularity that is more often reserved for high profile men's sports. And that's just unusual on the whole. Mm -hmm. These young women are household names, recognizable. If you saw them, uh, they get they get just throngs of crazy crowds and the red carpet treatment wherever they go. And rightfully so. They kick ass and have, in her opinion, the best volleyball coaching staff out there, even among other sports. They are hugely respected, get a ton of coverage in sports analysis, which is true. B BTN and NET often step up with that. She said, you know, she's very, very thankful for that. Um, but to have the NCAA then come out with their statements, it's like everyone's least favorite teacher reminding them of the stupid school rule that everyone knows, which is like, well, technically and kind of like, you know, she used mansplaining, but like mm -hmm. explaining things in a way that is like, you don't actually know what you're right. 
I appreciate her saying this because I actually think this is a really, really good point. And this goes on and she shared more, um, but I'm going to share that just with Sasha between us. Um, I thought that was a really, really interesting point because I think Nebraska is very unique in the sense that people have fallen in love with the sport, women's volleyball, as much as they have. Mm -hmm. But that is not the reality everywhere. That is just simply not the reality. And so I don't think when ESPN signed up to handle everything for this tournament, they realized like there are people out there who are like, well, hold up. Why are we not getting all of the coverage? And I think that this showed that there is such a disparity. Like women's volleyball is not on a national level respected in the way that it is respected in Nebraska. I think people like it, but I don't think it has the same notoriety that it has just in Nebraska. And that's a shame because if you have not been watching this NCAA tournament, whether it's streaming it on ESPNU, ESPN3, Uh, watch ESPN, whatever. It's now on ESPN too. So you have no excuses not to be watching it. You have been missing some of the best, best sports. I mean, I have seen upsets. Mm -hmm. I have seen five, five set matches come down to the wire with some of the best teams in the country. These like Texas and Nebraska. I mean, Texas was doing some incredible things, getting Nebraska out of system. And like some of their sets were incredible. I mean, you're watching some of the best in this sport. I, I think Nebraska fans get it because they have this team. And I would say, I would argue that Texas fans get it. And, uh, Penn State fans get it Mm -hmm. and name your big volleyball teams here but does the person who's living does the person who's living in name a random state here that does not have a big women's volleyball team really get it right probably Probably not not. because it's not something that they're exposed to so these are the things that we have to work to change is the exposure and when you have media when you do have the exposure to it it opens up the, it opens the door up for more people right. to see and appreciate and respect what this sport is doing. And they're really good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, I, well, I mean, I grew up in South Dakota. Like I didn't know, I had no, no idea until I moved to Nebraska, like that a women's volleyball team, one could be as incredibly talented and as and as good as they are, mm-hmm. um, or two, the popularity of it. Like I played volleyball when I was in middle school and halfway through high school. I probably, had I been exposed, continued to play volleyball if I knew yeah. that, like, saw the possibility, like with Nebraska. Um, but yeah, I, I think that people who don't have exposure to a incredibly talented and amazing volleyball team don't they just don't know how do you how do you appreciate or know something about something if you're not exposed to it in any way oh 100 percent. i mean come on i didn't even know that women's hockey was a thing because mm-hmm. women hockey women's hockey like wasn't a thing in nebraska it still really isn't um but as i got older and was like wait women play hockey too well mm-hmm. that's pretty dang great like right. amazing but these are things that like i think when you start to have these realizations it's like yeah show up and start watching these things watch um you know, the WNBA watch uh, the women's volleyball tournament. If it's on TV, because showing up and watching these events is what's going to provide more and more exposure for them. 
and eliminates the whole like, well, no one's watching because right. if you're watching and you're supporting, it's going to make it really, really hard for people not to take notice. It's kind of like other things that we've like asked people to expose themselves to on this podcast. Like I guarantee you, even if volleyball isn't your thing, like it's not something you enjoy, just watching the level of athleticism mm -hmm. that each of these athletes possesses is worth watching for. Like it's, it is just incredible to me how freaking talented every person on the team is. 100%. I mean, it's just, I just, okay. This actually fits really, really well into the second email, which we received from Laura. And she just was kind of like saying, how can we be seeing this again from the NCAA? So soon after the women's basketball tournament, and she joked that like, she's not a violent person, but she kind of wants to punch someone. And I'm like <laughs> with you on that. Um, she just said, it's time for people to set the example for our children so that they can see how to be kind, compassionate, engage, and treat people as valuable and precious. Um, she she said, uh, she thanked us for speaking up, standing firm, and what we feel is like injustice and where we believe things to like, um, and saying like, it's okay to be mad, that's fine, which yes, Taylor Swift reminds us of that. Mm -hmm. um, it's, okay, it's, it's okay for women to be mad. Um, stop blaming victims for their actions or for coming forward, for speaking up for anything. Um, she joked that she's going to, I thought she was legitimately saying this, but now I want her to. So she <laughs> joked that she wants to start a podcast. Um, Laura, you should. And when you do, uh, we will be your first listeners. Yes. So go do that and uh, let us know when it's live because uh, I love podcasts hosted by women so more of it um yes. in fact there's like yeah and she she said that like when it's safe to do so she wants to buy us both coffee i will happily sit down and we can talk about podcasts and also yes. punching people as non-violent people um but yeah, I mean, it's just, I think that's so important what she just said, is teaching people how to be kind, compassionate, engage, and just treat everyone as valuable. Their lives matter. They're, they're supposed to be here. They are exactly where they are supposed to be. These are so important, and sometimes we can miss the point when we're so busy trying to tell people that we're not bad people right <laughs> like I think we sometimes are so I said this on a an episode so long ago that people are so afraid of being called racist people are so afraid of being called misogynist people are so afraid of being called homophobes or ableist like that when they get called those things, instead of taking a step back and going, why could I be called that? What right. am I doing that would allow for somebody to think that about me? But instead just get so defensive and shut it down so fast. It's showing everyone around you that like you're not open to that dialogue. And so it's going to yeah. make it harder to have those conversations going forward. I think when you can take a step back and go, yeah, that really sucks. I don't like to be told those things about myself, right. but at least now I can step back and go, what is it that I'm doing that's allowing people to feel that way about me? I think it speaks a lot to your character, but it also shows everyone around you that you are willing to open your heart. You're willing to be put in a position that's uncomfortable, mm -hmm. but you're not going to back away from it. You're also willing to grow. 
if you're mm-hmm. willing to take a beat. I, <laughs> I don't know why I've heard this so much lately, but just take a beat. Just sit. Mm-hmm. Just sit with it. If it's something that makes you uncomfortable or you're feeling defensive about it, I know I've said this a couple times, but typically that means you actually probably believe that in some way, shape, or form, or you wouldn't be feeling defensive about it. If you have nothing to be defensive about, you probably aren't going to be defensive. Yeah. And sometimes if you want to get defensive, which we've said this a number of times too, when you get defensive, there's a reason for it. Like Mm -hmm. there's a reason that your reaction is that, and it sucks. Like I'm not sitting here and telling you, like I have, I have gotten defensive many times in my life because somebody tells me something I don't want to hear about myself. It makes me mad. I want to tell them you're wrong, but this, you know, Sometimes they're just right. And sometimes maybe they're misinformed or maybe they're misguided, but like that's on me then to like not fight them, but just to keep living my truth and show like, I know my heart. I know the way I I know my approach and my way forward. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I think when we talk about all of these things and we talk about why they matter and why, why even like a tweet from Texas matters, it's because I think we just want to make the world a little bit friendlier Mm. and you don't do that until you start taking a more critical lens at like, well, could this have been better? And the answer is sometimes yes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, There's been, no, you said that perfectly. I don't even have anything to add. (laughs) I was like, what can I add to that? I can't, that was perfect. Oh, well, sometimes, sometimes my brain allows my mouth to catch up to it for a second. It doesn't always happen, but you know, I have a feeling because I tweeted anything about it and there are times where I'm like, I just shouldn't have, but no, I'm glad that I did. I think sometimes it's important to speak up when you see something that you're like, I I just want to say something. And so I'm not going to feel bad about it, but I want to, um, by the time you listen to this, who knows how many people have responded to that tweet. It's fine. I'll move on. Um, but I guess just keep going out into the world and be positive and try to find ways to be a light, not a darkness. That's really all it is. And yeah. you can email us and mind your own podcast at hillvarsity.com or tweet at us at Aaron Sorensen at Sasha, at Sasha 72. We love to hear from you. Yes, we, we really do. do. Yeah. Thank you to Erica and Laura for emailing us this week. Um, thank you to everyone who's reached out. Um, Marcus, who also listens to our podcast, reached out to me personally just to talk through um, some different things. And it really makes us feel really good. So thank you. Mm-hmm. Keep keep being great. Thank you for listening, supporting us. We'll be back next Wednesday. See you then. Talk to you then. A Huda Media Production.